Welcome to Thriving in Midlife Podcast, where we are learning to rise and live beyond mediocre. For women in their 40s and 50s, join this community to become the best version of yourself. I'm Cheryl Esch, the creator of this podcast, with the desire to see all women in their 40s and 50s live to their fullest potential. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi, my ladies. Welcome back to Thriving in Midlife, and I'm glad you're here. Um, Hopefully you had a chance to listen to my previous few episodes on the topic of detoxing. And today's episode, we're just going to kind of finish off that series, and we'll specifically talk about detoxing your environment, particularly your cleaning products. Now, I trying to decide if I should do cleaning products or your personal care, which is a whole nother topic. Um, But we'll stick with cleaning products because I think those, as you're starting to phase them out, they're a little easier to phase out and replace with some very inexpensive and easy uh, products that will replace those toxic chemicals that you're putting into your environment, your house. And therefore affecting your body. So hopefully you did listen. So maybe you're like me and you had, well, I used to have a plethora of cleaning products underneath my kitchen sink and even some in the bathroom sink. And over the years, I started having some reactions to some of those chemicals. And, you know, we go down the cleaning aisle in the grocery store and your senses are assaulted by all the chemicals and the perfumes in those cleaning products. And all of them seem to be very unavoidable these days because everybody's sanitizing and cleaning and doing all this extra. And so we are experiencing more of that toxic assault on our bodies these days. The overload of exposure to these chemicals can trigger some health issues in some people or even worsen some already existing health problems. We are taught, and even in today and what we're combating in the pandemic, that chemicals will get something really clean. But the truth is, your common household products, can. there's some basic ones that can do just as an amazing job of cleaning. For example, like vinegar, baking soda, borax, and even some essential oils. Studies have started to begin to show that bacteria are actually increasingly becoming resistant to many of these disinfectants that we're using because our bodies are getting used to them. We keep using them so much. But over the time, I've had to, I've simplified and cleared out things in and under my kitchen sink and in my laundry room to some, just a few items to help me clean. So some types of cleaning products that I'm going to kind of talk about is laundry detergent, bleach, bathroom cleaners, your all-purpose cleaners, air fresheners, your wipes, uh, your dish soap, both for, you know, hand-washing dishes and for your dishwasher. Now all of these products carry with them certain chemicals. Let's start with bleach. Uh, we know what is in bleach. It's um, chlorine. And we know the 
effects that chlorine can have on the body. It's uh, very, very toxic in that it causes, um, you know, burning eyes. It can burn the lungs if you are inhaling too much of it. Uh, your skin has a reaction to it as well. It's like it burns it as well. And although we look at it well, uh, for example, in a pool, the levels of chlorine are um, microscopic, so to speak. But over time, um, those that exposure of our skin, which is our largest organ, it does get into our systems. And so over time, there creates a buildup of that toxin of the chlorine. Um, I know personally, I had to just put my foot down and say no more chlorine in this house. I've never liked it. But it also almost immediately gave me a headache when I would smell it. So we did replace our um, chlorine with um, Thieves essential oil cleaner. And we do use that for disinfecting certain areas like um, cutting boards that maybe had some meat on it, your sink, um, even our garbage cans, and of course our countertops as well. Okay, so let's talk about some of the other active ingredients you might find in cleaning products. So in many hand-washing soaps, it contains a pesticide, triclosan, and that actually doesn't clean any better than just plain, regular, old-fashioned soap and water. It doesn't even provide any extra protection against illness. And then there's also the active ingredients in a lot of the cleaning products. They're using antimicrobial pesticides. And they use this to kill bacteria or viruses and molds, but they actually are very hazardous chemicals. And you rarely need them to even get your house clean. And speaking of bleach, we also know that those are often found in a lot of those bathroom cleaners. And again, those are not necessary. And if you're cleaning such a small area, say it's just like a powder room and you have this, it's filled with that bleach smell and it's hard to air out because maybe there's no window, then you're just going to keep those chemicals floating around in your house. There's a great website that helps you decode a lot of these chemicals that are on in the, your your products, your cleaning products that we can never pronounce. I mean, if you've noticed that they're so long and they're very difficult to pronounce. So we don't really even know what they are, what they mean, um, what exactly is it, you know, because we might call a, an, a product one name by common news, but it's actually, you know, the, the technical name or the, the scientific name for it is what's going to be listed on your cleaning product bottle. And technically, uh, no, there are no legal statutes that mandate that public disclosure of all chemical ingredients are to be labeled on your consumer products. So even what is listed may not be the full story. So this website, it's called ewg.org, helps you decode any of those names that you don't know how to pronounce are those chemicals that are in your cleaning products. But I'll tell you, just don't use them. And then you won't have to worry about wondering what is really in that product. So there's another great resource called amberbodilyhealth.com. 
And that whole site, she talks about the hidden toxicity of household products and some safer, cheaper alternatives, which I'm going to get to and share with you. But I wanted to read from her uh, site a paragraph that talks about some of these um, toxins. And it's referring to a recent study from the University of Washington that they actually examined those ingredients found in household products, such as air fresheners, laundry, uh, supplies, personal care products, and other cleaners. And they analyzed um, six of the best-selling items um, within those categories. There were three laundry-related um, products and three air fresheners, and they actually produced some very startling findings. Um, first, each article tested was found to contain chemicals that were, again, not disclosed on the product labels or even on the MSDS, which is the standard material safety data sheets, what they are required to produce, um, also part of sort of OSHA. Um, and then across the other products tested that nearly all of them had 100% volatile organic compounds, they called VOCs. Again, none were listed on any of the product labels. Um, so those are VOCs are toxic in themselves, and they're actually classified under federal law as hazardous air pollutants. Uh, they're highly carcinogenic substance known to cause severe health impacts. So again, trying to move yourself away from uh, any of these toxic uh, cleaning products in the long run is going to really benefit your bodies. Because the problem is we have this constant assault, as I mentioned before, on our bodies of these toxins. And over time, our bodies become so overburdened that it doesn't, it's not able to flush them out. Like it, it's built that way, but because there's such a buildup, it doesn't know how to get rid of all of it. So by limiting or completely getting rid of any unnecessary additional toxins, we can start to see and feel better in our bodies and our health. So it is going to be a slow process, folks. And you could go cold turkey and just completely just like clear out your, you know, your cleaning products under your sink and toss them all out. Now, do be aware that some of them do need to be recycled in a certain way. So don't just dump them down the drain or throw them in the garbage. Um, Check with your environmental recycling program in your city because there are some that do need to be taken to that center to be disposed of properly. So keep that in mind. But some ways that you can easily start to replace some of these cleaners. And these are such cheap ideas, folks. By the way, you'll save so much money, especially over time, not buying all these products. And your body's going to thank you. Your air quality in your home is going to improve. And your body will be limiting those toxins that it has to try to eliminate. So uh, alternative cleaners. Uh, For example, I use hydrogen peroxide. Uh, particularly on like things that get stained. Um, they work on cloth- clothing stains. Uh, works on. You could use them on your countertops as well. It's a great um, disinfectant. I've used it on cutting boards to clear them off as well. Um, vinegar water. Um, vinegar water has been used for centuries, I guess, or years at least, um, to you know, mainly to clean hardwood floors is one way it's used a lot. So get rid of those fall, uh, floor polishes. Um, vinegar water works. 
there's also a lot of plant-based laundry detergents out there and even plant-based dish soaps that you can purchase. So making sure they're plant-based, um, again, read your labels, learn to read your labels, go to ewg.org. Um, that's the environmental working group. And they will also say you punt, you put in, you type in the name of the detergent or whatever you're looking at, and they will pull up a list of how they rate it. So you can do that as well to see, you know, where does your laundry detergent rate? And if you were to purchase something new, where would it rate as well? So you can look at that. Um, hand soap. So for hand soap, I actually make my own hand soap and I use um, Dr. Bronner's. Again, Dr. Bronner's soap has been around a long time, but I like to make it into a foaming uh, soap. My kids like that too. And so all you do is you add some distilled water, a little bit of that Dr. Bronner's, and you could even add some essential oils if you like to make it smell a certain way. And that works great. And it's cheap, easy to uh, keep refilling that. Toilet bowl cleaner, again, you can use the white vinegar and baking soda as a mix to really, like, you know, if you need to scrub off some um, caked on, whether it's uh, mineral deposits or anything like that. Um, mixing a half a cup of lemon juice and one cup of borax is also a great cleaning product, especially to maybe get into some of those heavier duty cleaning items. Uh, drain cleaner. Okay. This one is great. I have used this one and I love it because I also can't stand like Drano or liquid plumber because it also has bleach in it. Okay. And so anytime that I had used it in the past, Again, you'd have to let it sit. My bathroom would stink. I'd have a horrible headache. And because you can't, there's no windows that open in our bathrooms, it was hard to kind of air that out. So what you do is you put a half a cup of baking soda down your drain, and then you follow it with a cup of vinegar. You let it bubble, and then you wait, and then you rinse with some hot water. Okay, so that would be one way to help naturally it's a natural Drano product. Um, I don't do air fresheners, as I mentioned in one of my other episodes, how toxic those are. And so one way to kind of help create a nice smell in your house is to use uh, diffuse some essential oils, of course. And for some all-purpose cleaner, um, I do use an item called Thieves. Uh, there are other products out there that you could use that are either plant-based or create them on your own again. I do create my own wipes. I know that's a big item, especially during the initial part of the, the COVID pandemic. Um, you couldn't find wipes. And I was not concerned because we make our own. And so I was making our own. Um, I keep it in. I use paper towels and I basically soak them in my Thieves oil, Thieves um, cleaner and a little bit of water and put them in a, I have a glass jar that closes and that's how I use my, I create my own wipes. So a lot of money has been saved as far as buying any cleaning products. So that's just sort of a um, overview and I'm hoping you got some good ideas on how to start replacing some of those toxic cleaning products that are lingering in your house and clogging up under your sink there for you. So consider maybe just start with one item. What is it? Uh, maybe you just ran out of something and you want to replace it, but let's consider replacing it with something more natural. 
uh, that does not have those toxins that are going to assault your body. Um, or like I said, you could go cold turkey and just clear it all out and sort of start from scratch using some of those suggestions that I gave earlier. Um, I really hope that you do take this to heart. And again, I will leave some information on those two websites that offer you some information on label reading and how to you know, discern what chemicals are in your products. So I'll leave that in the show notes for you. Um, I also wanted to announce that I will be taking a little bit of a break here and I will be relaunching season two on September 28th. So keep your eyes out. I will be actually kind of pre-launching, getting everybody, um, I'll be sending out stuff through my Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, go into Thriving in Midlife, uh, search for me there on Instagram. And that's where I'll be kind of um, announcing when I'll be relaunching. It'll be season two. I need a couple weeks to kind of start preparing. I'm very excited about the new season. Uh, we'll, we'll be having some guests. I'm lining up some guest speakers for the podcast. We'll be touching on some new topics, some different things that I know you probably want to hear about. For example, we'll be talking about relationships, um, that encore career for those people that are kind of maybe empty nesters or starting a new career late in life. Uh, we'll talk about possibly finances and mindset. We'll be definitely talking about mindset. I do have someone uh, lined up for that. So we're looking to have a good season and I look forward to um, getting that ready for you with excitement. So I hope you'll just keep watching and follow me on Instagram for updates on when that will happen and you know what you can expect in this new season too. So again, I'll leave some comments. You can email me if you um, have some suggestions for my new season. And I will certainly look into, you know, talking about those topics or even trying to find an expert on it. So thank you so much for listening and being a subscriber to my podcast, Thriving in Midlife. See you in a few weeks. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And I hope that if you are not a current subscriber, that you will subscribe as you can find me anywhere on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Overcast. And I'm also on Instagram under thriving in midlife, all one word. So please share this with your friends, leave a review or any comments, and don't forget to rise above and thrive.